Portobello, Edinburgh's seaside. This is a thriving, growing community with people doing all sorts of interesting things in the arts, sport and heritage. They all have their stories to tell, which is why we have the Portie Podcast. There's been a significant change in the policing of Portobello, northeast of Edinburgh as a whole. It's officially called Operation Rigoletto. Now, I have heard one local wag suggest there's an element of police humour in the title, as in, you can't wriggle out of this one, sunshine. But in reality, there's a much more serious side to this operation, in putting boots back on the ground, having community police officers on the beat, speaking to the public and making sure that everyone in the community knows who their local officers are and are therefore willing to approach them in an easy, relaxed, friendly way. To find out how this is working in practice... I went along to Portobello Police Office and spoke to the community officers, police constables Matt McPherson and David Love. David Love and I are now the, the beat officers for the Portobello area. Now that area to us is known as Echo Charlie 33, but to people it's Portobello. And so what this change has meant is that we've really seen a formalisation and a restructure which has gone back to real community policing. We have response teams that cover the area that will respond to urgent calls, 999 calls. But what we have is David and I in Portobello who will be committing the vast majority of our time to dealing with local community concerns in as proactive way as we possibly can. It's been a big change. We've only been in position for five or six weeks now, but we're already seeing the benefits of a, a real focus on local policing. David, one of the things that I've noticed is the fact that you've started holding regular surgeries to encourage people to approach you. Yeah, that's correct. The last Friday of every month we're holding surgeries to Portobello Library. There isn't one in December, but we start again at the end of January and we're also doing roaming surgeries. Sorry, what do you mean by roaming surgeries? Roaming surgery, just we're on foot in the promenade and stopping and speaking to anybody who wishes to approach us maybe even catching up or speaking over a coffee, if there are any coffee shops or coffee vans down at the Portobello promenade area. Could you do that in the high street as well? Because there are a number of you, but there's favours just opposite us. We're often in the high streets, and yet there are uh, coffee shops there, so we're always welcome to speak to people in the high street about their concerns with regards to housebreakings or antisocial behaviour, bike theft, things that keep us busy in the police. Matt, looking at... The kind of issues that are coming forward, we're approaching Christmas at the moment, where a lot of people will be away, which suggests that perhaps this is a risky time when it comes to housebreaking, perhaps more risky than others. We always have a problem with housebreakings in any city. This is not a problem unique to Portobello, but Portobello residents do need to be particularly aware of it. There are nice houses here, there are attractive places for criminals to try and break into, and we need to be honest about that. Another thing we need to be realistic about is that the police can't be everywhere at once. Davy and I will be doing as many both high visibility and plain clothes patrols as we can. We will be in and around areas that we believe might be broken into. And we also have other officers across the city who are fully committed to trying to really break down organised crime that goes on across the city but too. Surely there's a serious question of self-help. In other words, householders really have to work to make their properties as, I was going to say, defensible as possible. We ask all residents to really take on the advice of police. You can refer to the Police Scotland website um, for details and information on how to keep your property safe. But of course, residents are going to have to play their part 
in ensuring that Portobello continues to be a safe place and does not become a haven for people who wish to break into houses. So do you actually go out and talk to community groups about that kind of activity, the, you know, the, the kind of security that should be in place? Yes, in the last couple of weeks we've had a, a number of meetings regarding this. I was at Portobello Community Council meeting last Monday, which went extremely well and this issue was discussed. And we had a meeting yesterday with one of our local residents who's very active in a local neighbourhood watch and we were actually talking about ways in which we could perhaps improve communication to local residents and give them advice how they could protect their property better. I mean, people are aware that house break-ins are a problem. What they're less aware of is how they can defend themselves against it, and that's really the more challenging step. So if there's one piece of advice you would give householders, what would it be? I would ensure that you get a timer on on some of your lights within your living room if you're away on holiday. That's a really cheap, really simple thing you can do. You can buy them online. They'll sell them in household sort of shops. Something which, when a person walks past your house makes them think maybe that person's home. And if you can start to think like uh, someone who might be attracted to break into your house, then you'll soon see that it's perfectly obvious when you're not in and you need to take steps to change that. David, there is a problem which is known throughout the city but is the problem of of bike theft as well. As somebody who has more than one bike, um, it is of personal interest to me. Something that has happened has been an an initiative to, to mark bikes, which helps. Could you describe that for me? Certainly. Um, You can postcode your bike or you can mark it with a special UV pen and in any way you really want to. A good place to to mark it is underneath the seat, somewhere where it's only known to yourself. And that would give it a really sort of uniqueness to the bike. Obviously, we get reports of bike thefts. Descriptions can be very generic. We don't have frame numbers and it's difficult for us to match up bike recoveries with the correct owner. So I would encourage people to get in touch with us, myself or Matt McPherson at uh, Portobello and we can arrange to help them out with a bit more bike security. If you keep your bike in your shed, it's good to get it secure to the floor if you can, or even better is to keep your bike in your flat or in your house, if at all possible. Bike thefts are, are often very spontaneous, aren't they? In my experience, yeah, that happens and it's, it's worth considering. Every time you leave something outside your house, don't expect it to be there necessarily when you come back out again. We do get reports which uh, do surprise us at times, but opportunist uh, thieves are about. Matt, can I just turn back to the wider community because we've recently had the Portobello Street Fair, with the police were, uh, Street Fest rather, which the police were strongly involved with in terms of closing off parking and I noticed there was a a traffic cop leading Santa Claus in. Is that part of your remit as well, to liaise with organisations like that in order to ensure public safety in that big event? I view it as not only part of, but absolutely integral to our role now as community officers, that we are involved from start to finish, if we can be, in local events and initiatives in order to ensure public safety. Now, in regards to the Christmas Street Fest, we met with the organisers, we'd identified some you know, potential areas of concern. We knew that traffic, for example, had been a problem last year. Now, because it was the real Santa Claus that was attending the Portobello Street Light extravaganza, that's why Road Traffic Motorbike was able to come out and do some flashy lights. Yes, we were involved from start to finish. And again, going back to the earlier point of this structural change, it's, it's a really good example of that because we have been given the time 
and the space to really be fully involved within our communities. And events like, like that are a good example of it. We can be involved in the organising and also the, the actual event itself. And I noticed, I think I did see you on the far side of the street. Uh, yes. watching what was happening carefully. Yes, yes, I was. We didn't have to sing anything, um, but at one point it did look perhaps likely. But when Zed and Sapphire stood up to sing, that was when we sort of made our way just to the other side to ensure that we remained observant of what was going on. <laughs> Some thing I'm also aware of is the fact that round about between Halloween and Guy Fawkes, there was some concern about uncontrolled fireworks being used down on the prom. And I know that a couple of people, uh, quite prominent people here, have actually signed a petition asking for fireworks not to be sold to the public, which I think is a national issue rather than a local one. But with New Year coming up, when people spend a lot of time on the beach and you may find fireworks going off, how concerned are you about what's going to happen around about then? I think there's always a concern with regards to the use of fireworks in public places um, I would just want to ensure that we, we do what we can. When we get fireworks calls, we get there as quickly as we can. We hope to see a responsible person in the area no, with no children setting off fireworks. On Guy Fox night, we were aware that there were young people who were setting off fireworks on the, down on the promenade. They obviously kept us very, very busy that night. But with the run-up to New Year celebrations, no doubt there will be instances or incidents are coming our way but we will hopefully be able to tackle it when it when it arises. Wouldn't it be so much better for perhaps people to make their way to Musselborough because there is an official fireworks display at Goose Green? That's certainly an idea but you know people often don't want to go that far from their homes on Hogmanay. I would encourage them to if they see anything they, they are concerned about then to give us a call. PC McPherson and I will obviously be doing some visits to local premises that sell fireworks and giving them the advice of if they're suspicious of any proxy buying, any people who don't look of age, then not to sell the fireworks. Let's just conclude by asking you both how well you feel this new method is actually working out in practice, Matt first. I think it's working out in practice really well. I'm not just saying that. We've already seen huge improvements in the area, particularly in regards to antisocial behaviour. We did proactive, high visibility, plain-clothed patrols. We've held meetings with council housing officers in order to try and identify and lever some control over children, for example, through their parents' tenancies. And that's worked extremely well. The number of calls in the area regarding antisocial behaviour has come down. That's already a huge success story, and we've only been here five or six weeks. When I think of that, I'm really excited about what we can achieve here in the next five or six years. There is an idea as well in people's minds, perhaps even in our own, that police are often reactive to bad things that have happened uh, within people's lives and within the community. But that's not why we're here. PC Love and I are really invested in this community and we're really going to be working hard all year round to respond to its needs, to be as proactive as we can and to give people support and help when they need it. So is there in fact a way in which the public can get involved themselves in the development of the policing locally here? Other than just contacting myself or PC Love at any time, 
there is a feature of the Police Scotland website which is called Your View Counts and that allows members of the public from all over Scotland to feed back to the police service so we can ensure that we continue to deliver needs which really are the priorities of our local communities. We are here to serve the community and we'll be doing our best to, to do that to the end of this year and into the next. What is notable about both of you is just how open you are so thank you. Thank you. Thank you.